So it was a woman in the chat that said uh, that she's on day 18 with no court, uh, no court appointed attorneys. She's had no visits, no calls, um, nothing. And her question was, is how can they do this? Okay, we're back. I'm attorney Vince Davis. This is The Secret, How to Fight CPS and When. I'm with my co-hosts, Amanda Sisko and Brian Hamilton. Hey, Brian, you um, private messaged me and Amanda um, during the last segment about a question that was posted. I saw that question, but, you know, as the questions were coming in and I was I was talking, I lost track of the question. What was the question that you uh, saw that you wanted to discuss? So it was a woman in the chat that said uh, that she's on day 18 with no court, uh, no court appointed attorneys. She's had no visits, no calls, um, nothing. And her question was, is how can they do this? Okay. So assuming that she is in California and if she's in another state, different laws may apply, but you know, I'm pretty sure they're going to be similar or, you know, strongly similar since they're all based upon federal regulations of the Department of Health and Human Services. When your children are detained um, from you, uh, under California law, you're supposed to have a visit within the first 48 hours. And you're supposed to have a hearing, your first hearing within 48 to 72 hours. The law actually says 48 hours, but there's a California appellate case that gives them up to 72 hours to have their first hearing. Now, if you go past that, they may not be filing a case or they might have changed their mind and just, you know, uh, decided to X you out of the, um, you know, the, the picture. I had a case many years ago, maybe four years ago, of a woman who they had taken her two children from her and they told her they were going to file a case. And the day of the case that was supposed to be heard, they decided not to file the case, but they kept her children and they put her children in foster care with a, with a relative. Uh, but it was a relative she didn't really know. And uh, they kept her children away from her for over, I think, seven or eight months uh, without filing a case or anything, you know, it's just, Hey, we're taking your kids. We're placing them with the relative. Um, they did get her to sign a piece of paper to try to agree with it, but she, within a couple of days, revoked that, which she could at any time. And then the social worker would have had to go back to court to get a court order to keep her kids away from her. Anyway, we brought a, um, a civil rights lawsuit on her behalf and uh, we were able to resolve the case in her favor and in her children's favor because they had been kept away from their mother for so many months without a court order. So, you know, it, it's, it amazes me sometimes what social workers will do. And, I, I, and, you know, I'm always wondering, you know, they they receive such high training or such, you know, good training, supposedly, um, that they still do things like that. So to answer the question directly, no, they're not supposed to be able to do that. Now, there might be some 
weird circumstance that I don't know about or don't, you know, about the case because you, they, she just asked a question without any factual background. But just answering that question, no, they can't do that. She's supposed to have visitation. She's supposed to go to court, you know, within 72 hours if the case is in California. And then that's that. Now, you might get to court and the judge might say, no visits for you, right? That happens in rare circumstances. Usually the judge will give you visitation, but it's going to be monitored or supervised by someone, right? But you got visitation. It's not like you haven't seen your kids in how many weeks, did she say? 18 days? 18 days, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's way out of bounds. But I've, had, I've heard people say that before. You know, they get lost in the system. Social worker gets busy. Social worker, you know, may retaliate for some reason. Um, but it's not supposed to happen. So I hope that answers that question. Was there, were there any other questions you guys wanted uh, me to address in the chat before we go on our uh, first hour break? I was interested in a comment that you said, um, can they legally detain your children without filing a case? It's a very gray area. They can detain your children if they have a court order, a warrant or exigent circumstances. Okay. Okay. Once they so, do that, once they do that, they're supposed to file the case and have a hearing within 48 to 72 hours. Now, what happens sometimes is they say, oh, we're not going to file a case. And then they don't give you the kid back. I just talked to someone where that happened, and they didn't. Um, they left the kid with the, the non-custodial parent, the father. So they were trying to execute um, a change in custody without going to court. And that, that of course, is a no-no. But, but, Amanda, when you say can they legally do that, that's not the right question. The question is, do they do it? Yes. Do you have remedies to, you know, uh, to punish them for doing something that they don't have a legal right to do? Yes, you can do that. But can they do it? They, these people do anything they want to do. You know, and sometimes they have the facts to support it. Sometimes they don't. You know, I hear a lot of people tell me, oh, Mr. Davis, they're making, you know, stuff up. I really wish that judges would require more evidence from these social workers before making a decision to allow a child to be removed from their parents. Judge, um, well, well, hold on a second. It's not the judge's job. The legislature has written the law. And depending on what hearing it is, you know, sometimes it doesn't take a lot of evidence to keep the kid away from you. That's the law. That's not the judge's decision. Judges usually decide issues, you know, um, disputed issues of fact and disputed issues of law. They don't make up the law. And see, what your real complaint is, not what the judge, your real complaint is with the state legislature there in Virginia or in California or within it, what, whatever state you live in. You know, people always tell me, oh, the judge is corrupt, blah, blah, blah. And I, and I say, well, what happened? And, and it wasn't corruption at all. It's just that it's a, it's the way the law is written. You know, and that's why I tell people, hey, you know what? You want some real reform. You you need to vote, vote in new legislators. Yeah, you, can, you can vote for judges and stuff. But 
you know, that's not going to really help because, you know, presumably judges are implementing the law as it's written. Now, you may not like their decision, right? But that's not the judge's thing. That's the legislature's thing. Like in California, when you have a trial, you don't get to have a jury. Right? And I think it's the same in Virginia. Two minutes. Same in a lot of states. But in some states, you do have a right to have a jury trial. That's not up to the judge. That's the state legislature who has decided we're going to set aside, you know, millions and millions of dollars so that people can have jury trials. So you see how the competing interests weigh your right to be judged by a, a peer group versus all the taxpayers paying more money so that you can have that jury trial. You know, I don't know if it was you or who I was talking to about the economic analysis of the law. When I first, was that you? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I first got to law school, my first year, one of the most recommended books, and you see it quoted almost in every class in law school during your first year, is called Posner, The Economic Analysis of the Law. Economics has so much to do with the analysis of the law that, you know, it, it shocked me. I thought I was going to law school and we're going to do what's right, what's just, you know, uh, and what's good for people. You think that, but that's not what the law is. The laws are based upon what state legislatures decide. And then the judges just, you know, decide issues of disputed fact and law. They don't make the law, although it seems like it sometimes because they make decisions that you don't like. But you got to start with the laws. You know, if you want to change something, let's change laws. Okay, we've got to take a break right now. This has been The Secret, How to Fight Child Protective Services and When. We're going to be right back after this news break and these commercials with more calls and more questions. 